walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody, settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, and this art is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. Ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, also known as the hardest part of the ring. How are we all doing today, folks? How's your how's your day going? How was your weekend? How's your week? It's hump day, right? Hump day, right? You remember the camel? Uh, if you're even listening, you might not be listening to this on a Wednesday in which uh, I'm probably looking like a, a real goose, if that's the case. But speaking of geese, there's probably geese in Europe, right? We got Progress Wrestling, Chapter 25 to talk about today what a fudging what a gosh darn show what a what a what a gd program this was really great night of wrestling the 25th chapter so uh kind of a milestone for the company about to hit their four-year anniversary here in a month or two and uh man they came out they 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 they, uh they walked to the plate and uh the cricket plate i guess is there a cricket plate and they they whacked that cricket ball out of the out of the out of the pub or whatever i don't know uh <laughs> awesome show if you've been you know keeping up with the apron bump which i don't know why you wouldn't be you would know that i've covered each chapter thus far 1 through 25 which by the way if you want to go back and check all that out back into the archives Go to apronbump.com and you can go to the episodes tab and you can select progress wrestling and I'll bring you to all of the episodes that I've uh, all the chapters that I've covered in chronological order. Of course, you can just search it out for any any podcast platform or YouTube as well. Got a playlist going over there. Strongly recommend it because progress is just pumping out awesome, awesome shows in this era. And this is no different. Maybe one of the best. I would say this show is definitely top five, maybe even higher than that. Don't know. But um, two, there's two matches in particular on this show that are definitely like top three, top five of all the matches that have ever ever occurred in progress to this point. And we will assuredly get into that in the podcast. But awesome show. We got titles on the line. We got number one contenderships on the line. Uh, High stakes. We got technical classics. We got just pedal to the metal main events on this show that being said (laughs) my guest on this podcast is matt from the shining wizards wrestling podcast you can check them out live every monday on uh, youtube 
Twitch, Periscope, uh, Omegle, all of the platforms that you uh, live stream from. Uh, hilarious podcast. They get into, uh, of course, all the major happenings in the wrestling world, your WWEs, your AEWs, but they also get into like some lesser known stuff like NWA, MLW, um, Japan stuff. They do some retro stuff as well. They do interviews. They do it all and they do it great. They've been doing it for over a decade now. And uh, Matt is one of my favorite guys to bring on here. So go check them out. The Shining Wizards podcast, all their info in the description below. Um, we get <laughs> this is very tangent heavy this episode. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, it kind of all stems from the wrestling, I guess, but I'm just going to lay this out out front. Uh, Matt does not care too much for, uh, British people. Let's just say that. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not the people. It's more the culture. He doesn't like, I just spit all over my microphone. He doesn't really like the, uh, he doesn't like, he's, he doesn't like Big Ben. He doesn't like the queen. He doesn't like the, the currency, the exchange. We get into it, but just so you're not too offended, <laughs> not too offended. If you don't, if, if you listen to this whole episode and you don't get offended by at least one thing, you weren't, you weren't listening at all, I think, but it's a hilarious time. And, uh, we get into the wrestling. We believe it or not, we do talk about some wrestling in this episode as well. So we might, you know, talk also about like Harry Potter and Brian Knobs butthole and stuff, but we get to the wrestling eventually. So <laughs> with that, I think that tees up the episode pretty well, huh? Progress Wrestling, Chapter 25, with myself and Matt from the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. No, look, you comb, you, you comb your hair, you look, I look like I just fucking rolled out of bed. I, I, look, I got a haircut yesterday, I'm cheating a little bit, I took a shower, it was the whole thing, so you're just catching me on a good hour, you know? I'm also trying to fit in what I think a typical British wrestling fan would look like. And what is that? Uh, just a crate. My teeth are not bad, but you know, <laughs> very disheveled, fat. Mm. You know, I'm not wearing a black T-shirt, so right. My apologies. I think you need one of those, uh, those, those hats, the little Sami Zayn hats. What, what, what? Jim Smallman oh, got a, a flat, a flat cap. You need a flat cap, I think. Fuck, right. fuck a flat cap, and fuck that fucking Jim guy. <laughs> Jim Smallman, I just you give him some goddamn respect. You were like, we're going to do this progress. And I was like, oh, man, this is great because I've heard like Mm -hmm. great things about progress. And I've never really watched a lot of progress. And then I started watching it and I instantly was like. Hello, eh? Come on, lads. Let's have some banter. You're right. You know what? We're having fun, man. (laughs) I was not having I fucking sent you a message yesterday. Uh-huh. I had to stop and start this show three times. I had to take a deep breath. I get it. You didn't like the banter between the nothing matches. Nothing to do. Nothing to do with the wrestling. Mm, right. Well, it was all the fucking shitty fans and your shitty fucking promoter who's trying to put himself over. Well, he's a comedian. Dickhead. He's, he's he comedian was not funny. Mullen. You didn't like him. He... I thought no. he was pretty funny. <laughs> No, look, fucking fuck off, dude. Like, you got to do all this shit before the fucking cameras are on. Stop making it about you. Look, they got to let You're fucking handing out business cards. He's fucking 
who's got a point? Hey, oi, 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 fucking asshole. They like to have fun over there, you know? Great. Yeah, I get it. Don't be a dick. I know. Everybody, don't be a dick. That's the only rule. Right. But some people don't know that. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm sure you've been to some shows where it's like, man, I wish these people knew not to be a dick. Guess what, Kyle? I'm going to let you know on a secret, Kyle. When I was, like, 18, 19 years old, I was that dick. Mm, but you're not a dick anymore. Uh, uh <laughs> you know, uh, eh, I, I, it depends I, on how many Jack and Cokes I have. <laughs> right. Depends right. on what's going on. If the people around me are laughing, uh-huh. right, then I'm going to keep going. But if, if I'm getting no reaction, then I'm going to stop. So you're saying that sometimes if you chat shit, you might get banged. We're all we're all down for a good shit chat and bang. Right. But I, I don't know if that's in the context of this. Uh, I mean, you can get banged. See, I don't think banging is like the kind of banging you're thinking. No, who names these fucking shows, too? <laughs> I think it was like a soccer or I'm sorry, a football player said it in an interview or something. And now it's like a phrase. Uh, this is 2016. I don't know if this is like when it because I've heard people say this before. But um, but uh, yeah, sometimes when you when you chat shit, you get banged. That's what they all say, right? I don't I don't know. Sure. What I guess <laughs> I don't fucking know. This is actually I, I was so excited to watch something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And then. Like after the third match, I was like, "Fucking a! I I'm gonna watch the XFL now. I'm taking a break, and I'm gonna watch the XFL." Yeah, was the X did the XFL alleviate you of uh, the dicks? On the I mean, <laughs> was that? Yeah, actually, I, did I didn't watch the XFL. How was it? It was awesome. Was it? I thought it was. They made a couple rule changes that make the game a little more exciting. So I enjoyed it. Okay. What, what, what are the was. different? It wasn't going in there. What are the different rules? I haven't really been following it that closely. Okay, so on a kickoff, mm-hmm. right? They the offense, the the kicking team and the receiving team, they are five yards away from each other. Okay. Okay, and then when the kicker kicks off, no one can move until the receiver catches the ball. Interesting. Right. So every every single kickoff this weekend. There was a return. Right? Okay. There wasn't a touchback. There was right, action. Right. Um, something else that they do that I liked: uh, if you are losing in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and you score a touchdown, right, you have the yeah. option to do an onside kick, or you get the ball back at your own twenty-five yard line, and it is fourth and fifteen. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I mean, did it? Did it? An execution. Did it work, do you think? Yes, it worked. Okay. There was a team that scored 15 points in the last two and a half minutes. Interesting. So they got rid of the old, uh, the old, they put the ball in the middle and they like run, run at it full speed. I I missed that. That was my favorite part of it. And they don't kick uh, extra points. You can go for one point, two point or three points. What's, What's three points? Three points is from the 10 yard line. Okay. Oh, so it's there's no you said there's no kicks, so it's all like plays, but it's just different. Yes. Okay. No, no, no kicker, no foot. All right. So, but are there like field goals? Yeah, you can kick a field goal if you're not okay. a pussy. Okay. <laughs> are there if any? Are uh, if you are a pussy, you kick a field goal. Right. Speaking of pussy, or do they like send the uh, 
like the interviewers into the women's locker room to get the cheerleaders point of view on things like they did in the original. You're really stuck on this, this XFL from 23 years ago. Look, sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, look, as somebody who had season tickets, the New Jersey hitmen, it was awful. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. It was bad. Was it? I guess it was right. It's probably why I didn't stick around. I, I did, yes. you know, they, and they didn't have like they weren't like a Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate. Tyler oh, Bate. Tyler. No, no great chance, nothing, no fun shit like that. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna get into you some chance. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. There, the, the the show is full of banter, as they say, Matthew. So, um, but for well, first of all, so apparently this show, uh, <laughs> they broadcasted it from Periscope. Uh, you've been doing your show for over 10, like 11 years right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever, or do you still do uh broadcast from Periscope? I don't think we ever, we may have tried once, but, mm. um, Periscope was kind of, you need somebody to hold the camera, right? That doesn't work for, for what I, we were Is are it, doing, oh. are doing, we were doing. You can have somebody hold a camera for you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how Periscope works. Yeah, but what if? Okay, so like this fucking progress show, they give the camera some bras got a fucking selfie stick. What if she's like fucking Michael J. Fox? Then the whole Mm. show looks like it's being shot out of the back of a fucking dune buggy driving through the mountains. Brother, you've you've watched some 2002 Ring of Honor with me. You know what that's like. So people aren't above doing that if that's the that's the only option. So. But I, don't, I mean, I feel like if you have Michael J. Fox, you're, you're not going to give him a camera. But, you know, I digress. Well, you don't, you know, you think like, oh, my God, Michael J. Fox, and he wants to help. Right. You know, and it's not like shaking up your chocolate milk. It's filming. But you're like, I can't tell Michael J. Fox. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Why Why couldn't you? What is he going to do? You know? I don't know. You just feel bad for the guy. Like he was he had the he, you know, the, the projectile was to the moon. And then he's just can't, you know. Fucking shake it off, shake it off. Like you just can't. Can't. Topical. Your your topical references are on point. That's that's. I I think no. That's a fuck. That song's like fucking ten years old. I know. So are you? But progress wrestling. I wish. wish (laughs) Ten years older is what I was going for. But progress. No, no. I wish I was (laughs) ten. But no, chapter twenty-five. So you uh, you checked out the show. You said you've never seen a progress show before. Uh, overall thoughts? Did it meet your expectations for what you were expecting? The wrestling was excellent. Um, yes, I really enjoyed the wrestling. I think when we started, like a couple years into the podcast, probably about this time, because this was when Jimmy Havoc was having that big right. that big rise to success, right? So one of our fans was from the UK. And he was like, you got to check this out. And I think I watched like two Jimmy Havoc matches and I was like, yeah, I'd rather stick a fucking mercury thermometer <laughs> in my pee hole and break it. Okay. That's, that's aggressive, but I'm with you. I'm with you. I didn't enjoy it, but this, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, all these matches. Yeah. No, the there fans, was, um, I fucking hated. Where's my car stereo. Wait, cause he's fucking from Liverpool. Assholes. You don't like them. You don't like, do you, do you not like British people? No, you know what? I do an amazing uh, podcast with a British fellow where we talk New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was a little mm-hmm. concerned with how the crowd was going to be at the recent show in San Jose, California, because he thinks American people are fucking hand jobs, and he's not entirely wrong. 
Some of them, yeah. But there's the same fan base that hijacks the Raw after WrestleMania with their fucking stupid soccer chants and their dumb fucking queen. Knock it off. Queen? It's not cool. Yeah, they have a fucking queen. They don't have a president. They have a fucking oh, queen. sorry. <laughs> For some reason, yeah, I thought you were talking about England, Japanese people. You know. I didn't know it was a Japanese queen. No, no. Um, I think it's the emperor They have there, Godzilla. Right? They're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he rules all. He rules all. But yes, the uh, the wrestling on this show was top notch. I mean, I've watched all 25 chapters so far, and I would say among all of the chapters, I mean, I think there's like two matches on this show that I'd probably put like top five, top 10 from all the matches that I've seen so far. They're really good. Um, there's typically like, you know, like at least like one kind of comedy match or just like some bullshit match. But from start to finish, this show is really good. I thought there was even a woman's match on the show, which was only the second time they've done that so far. So uh, really just bringing it back to 2016, which feels like not that long ago, but guess shit, it's what, seven years ago. So women's wrestling was only starting to get hot, I guess. But uh, or in Europe, it was. But um, but yeah, man. So we open the show. It's a oh, tag boy. team title match. We got the origin the team of El Ligero and Nathan Cruz versus FSU, the team of Eddie Dennis and Mark Andrews. Uh, before we get into the match, what are your thoughts on the championships that uh, the origin carried out? I was like, why do these guys have fucking shields? Those are the titles. Those like, are the championships. Those are the, yeah, those are the what? Do the you, tag team what a pain in the ass to carry those things through the fucking airport. They've gotten confiscated before. Um, the Sumerian Death Squad were champions a while ago, and they like showed up at a show and they just didn't have them. So they, I don't know if they got new ones or if they had to retrieve them or what. But yeah, that, that's a thing that happens. Yeah, apparently they're heavy too, from what I've heard. So I, they look at that's That seems like, I mean, maybe from like a perspective where like, no, like they're giant. You can still use them as a weapon. They're yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's, you, and know, it's I, cool. you know what was really disappointing. Never once did they put the shields together before or after the match. I mean, I could refer you to some previous chapters where they do that. If that's really what uh, what gets you going. I can Google it. No, no, no I'll Google send you. You can watch the whole chapter. It'll be fine. The more chance. I have uh, your login banter. now, but I'll never use it again. So you don't have to worry about that. Hey, Jim Smallman, all, all the Jim Smallman you can handle oh, on uh, I Command Progress. <laughs> I think he's still I don't know if he still works with WWE. I know he did at one point with uh, NXT UK, but uh, he's, well, he's a good lad. They're out of business, so. You think it's Jim Smallman's fault? I don't know. Look, man, like, uh, I get the whole, like, renegade wrestling promotion. Like, we're different. We're outcasts. Mm-hmm. We're... It's punk rock wrestling. Yeah, I was an ECW fan. I went to the arena, right? But Paul Heyman wasn't mm. coming out before every fucking match trying to be a funny guy. I mean, he did sometimes, right? Maybe not all Sometimes, time. maybe, but like here, like yeah. after this match, like there's like a confrontation where they're like, El Ligero is like yelling at Jim Smallman and he's just like, I'm just going to stand here and take it because I'm fucking funny announcer, man. That's a good Jim Smallman impression, actually. That was actually really spot on. Well, I've been working on it all day. <laughs> just staring in the mirror with your Captain Ahab beard, just pretending to be yeah, Jim Yeah, I don't Smallman. know why he has an Alabama accent, but... You know, it's it's that dialect of uh, Europe, I think. So I think you got that. But uh, man, 
<laughs> Jim Smallman, you should, you should go watch some of the earlier chapters because Smallman is also commentary. So you would also, you would enjoy it even more, you know? So, but, um, but we have a tag team title match here. <laughs> and like you said, so Origin comes out and uh, they do their little intro deal. Legero has a fucking, he's using it like a gun. He kicks the, she's just kicking the shield all over the place. Yes. I have a question. So, <clears throat> yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, please. Uh, I did enjoy all the music that they did definitely not have the licenses to. <laughs> Turn the page. So what, so what the login information you gave me for is that's for progress specific, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so when this was because this stuff used to be on the WWE Network, right? Some of it. So they didn't start doing that until the later chapters. Um, I think it started with like it was like in the seventies where they started it. Oh, so God. these earlier chapters, it's like a different thing, I think. But it's yeah, always the- fun to see how the music mm-hmm. gets recycled. Like the the music they play on the network now for for New Jack mm-hmm. is the same music Mercedes Monet uses now. Oh really? It fucking sounds just like a ripoff of some terrible crisscross song. Right. All rap sounds the same. Right. I get you. I get you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the Are WWE you, Network uh, is letting uh, Metallica. Huh? No, Who's they that? don't want to pay for Turn the Page. <laughs> they don't want to give yeah. Andrew WK a couple shekels. Mm-mm. No, sir. Bob. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, Turn the Page. It's such, it's such a douchey theme song. It's just so like slow, but it like fits them, I think. Um, oh, what, what did you feel about? So the origin, if you couldn't, I don't know if commentary really put this over or not, but the origin are, it's a collection of guys that are all like progress originals. They felt like they weren't getting a fair shake, like in these, this time period. So they all banded together and they're just kind of dicks. They're just kind of trying to get under the skin of everybody. So what did you think of the origin? If, uh, cause I mean, you only saw this one match, but what, what did you think of them as a team? I uh, I, th- I really like this tag match, and I thought because they yeah. mentioned it in commentary, El Ligero, This is not the El Ligero that you know we saw a couple years ago. I guess they're coming up on an anniversary show too. Mm-hmm. Fourth anniversary. So it was like his new attitude and his terrible infinity tattoo on his back. Uh, but I do <laughs> like his mask. Um, and I thought uh, mm. I thought that you know I'm not familiar with Nathan Cruz, but I thought they worked well as a team. Um, mm-hmm. They look good. You know, uh, I I. From what I could gather from this first match, uh, you know, I was a fan. You know, I could have done without, again, the El Torito chanting. You know, I was not, you know, I don't know why El, poor Midget, you you, you got to bring his name up during the, he's not even there. <laughs> it's very tough. Fuck. It's, it's funny to see, like, what's happening, like, in WWE, because there's always, like, there'll be, like, Adam Rose chants, and now there's an El Torito chant, and it's, like, it's so funny that was a thing back then, but. Yeah, really good match here. Origin, they work well. They're just a good heel tag team. And Eddie Dennis and Mark Andrews are like the premier baby faces of the company at this point. And uh, Andrews has a fun hot tag where he like flips into the ring and hits a Rana on Legero. And then he's fucking like a Northern Light suplex on the cruise into a monkey flip into a shooting star. So there's a lot of good like double team moves throughout this whole match. Uh, I did enjoy. So Eddie Dennis does his tope over the top rope. This dude didn't jump one inch. He's just tall and he just fell over the rope. <laughs> but, 
it works because he's eight feet tall and uh, they landed on the guys. Top dollar, I couldn't figure that yeah, out. Man, though, if, I guess. Look, if you were fucking tall, right, and you mm. didn't have to jump, you could just tumble over shit. Like, come on, why, why would exert you? the extra energy? He's efficient. He's efficient. You're still does. gonna get a shitty chance, so who, just do it, bro. Just fall this over is progress. the fucking top rope, Matt. Oi, 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 Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Oi, oi, oi. It was fun. It's like Ozzy, but they changed the Ozzy no. to Eddie because we're having fun. It's not about the fucking fans. This pissed hey. me off so much. They are progress. We are progress. This is progress. Uh, suck me. How's that sound? Suck me, I, progress. I, that's not the chant. That's not what they were chanting. That's what I'm chanting. Hey, go ahead. You know, I would never pay any amount of pounds to be in the building. Yeah. Fucking pounds and your fucking fish and chips. Eat shit. Well, you got a problem with fish and chips? No, but it's like that's their fucking big get. They call fucking French fries chips. They got a fucking clock. Who gives a shit? Come see our giant clock. clock. I got a fucking clock. Stick it up your ass. Yeah, you're going to show them your big Ben, right? It's, I mean, yeah, tears mediocre Bill. Enjoy. <laughs> well, no Bills in this match, but uh, the end of this match. <laughs> you had to know there was going to be shenanigans. Oh, a plethora of... Uh, I, do, I, I do enjoy the finish of this match. The uh, the Tuesday I in too. Texas. I felt it in the air. Was it Tuesday, Tuesday in Texas where Taker beat Hogan? That would be the Survivor Series. Then they came back a couple days later because, you know, Hogan must pose. he got to show off that thermos, brother. That's a good point. It's a good point. So we get uh, lots of double team, like the origin. They do like a tombstone lung blower into a DDT, into a German. So fun stuff. Uh, a next stop driver with a stomp from FSU. But I believe it's Legero pulls the ref out so he can't make the counts. But then as the ref is distracted or dead or taking a piss somewhere, uh, I believe it's Nathan Cruz has Mark Andrews up for a tombstone. And Legero slides in the shield so that Cruz can tombstone him on the shield, just exactly like uh, Taker did to Hogan or Flair or whatever, whoever was involved. And uh, Origin gets the win, retains their shield, and uh, Legero takes RJ Singh's crown on the way out as they flip off the crowd. So good stuff, right? Good stuff. Look, I thought the match was fantastic. They had a great tag team mm -hmm. formula. The match flowed. You could feel something in the air that there was going to be shenanigans. And then this fucking dude with the horns puts the fucking the the title, the fucking shield in the ring, and they mm -hmm. smush his little brains. <laughs> and he gets up in yeah. Jim's face, and Jim's like, oh, I'm just going to stand here. All right, all right. Crikey. He's not Australian. <laughs> They're all, they all sound the fucking same. Yeah, they're all the same. The Chinese, they're all just group them all together. Um, That's it. Okay, you're not supposed to agree with that. But uh, Why? <laughs> so, I'm married to an Asian woman, so I could be, uh, I have a freak pass. I have a card that allows mm. me to be uh, racist to the, the Asian people. Well, I'm 33% I'm Asian, so I also give you that pass. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't really, it's, there's never any malice behind it. Let's be clear. Right. Unless they're it's all good, Japanese. It's all in good yeah. fun. Yeah. Right. Unless there's too much fucking starch in my t-shirts, then 
then someone's got to pay the price, right? Then we have a fucking right? problem. Then fucking yeah. water torture for you. We're in a bathtub, yes. bitch. Godzilla-ass hey, like bitches. Right. Oh. Chopstick having pieces of shit. Why, why does this guy have to get in the ring after this match and then with the fucking hat? Who's got a flat? Who, Paz? I, honestly, when he said, who's got a flat, I thought they were they needed to fix the ring. And I was like, Mm-mm. what kind of nope. fucking rinky-dink promotion doesn't have a flathead screwdriver laying around? <laughs> you thought he was asking for a screwdriver. Okay. Yeah, because he was like leaning over the turnbuckle. I thought something was broken. They were going to like fix it really fast. You thought Jim Smallman was just going to take it apart himself. Hey, hey, Roy. Hey, Roy. Let me, let me tune this up real quick. Yeah. That was Australian, too. I'm, I'm just like you. Yeah, why not put uh, himself over? He's not only is he a promoter and a comedian and the announcer, but he's also a handyman. He does it all. He really does it all. Um, but remember, it's 2016, and you know who's hot in 2016 is Sami Zayn. Which is very funny, just you know the timing of this all. Um, oh yeah, NXT NXT is like at, at at its hottest pretty much right now. I think Finn Balor just showed up, so they're doing big stuff over there. Um, but the ref gets in the ring, and uh, Jim Smallman's like, "Anybody got a flat cap? Yeah, not like a ball cap, like me. You got you got you got a flat cap, and somebody had a flat cap. They give it to him. He puts it on the ref. Paz is his name, I think." And apparently he looks like Sami Zayn because he has facial hair and is kind of brown. So um, the crowd, the crowd sings this theme song. He dances. We're all having fun. It's banter. Oh, no, 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 Kyle. No, no, no. What's he up? didn't know how to dance. So then mm. fucking Jungle Jim Steele's got to find somebody in the crowd <laughs> to show him how to dance. And they find the biggest dude ever. I think it was his hat, though. To show to this fucking poor referee just wants to do his fucking job. He's got to fucking mm. put on a fucking hat. Dance, monkey boy, dance. <laughs> They're throwing fucking dollars at him. Come on. We're not just yeah. happy enough with you being a referee. Let's cosplay that you're Sami Zayn. Fucking nonsense. And who calls it a flat? They do. over there. What would you What would you call it? No, it's wrong. It's a fucking hat. You just need a fucking fedora. Just say fedora. Get that me a fedora. a fedora. That was not a fedora. Whatever that was a, called. The fucking, that was like a taxi driver hat. You know, like the, uh, it's All a right, flat so You should have said, hey, get, um, anyone out there got a taxi cab hat? <laughs> what the fuck? That was, um, that's like Walter <laughs> Jr. from Breaking Bad. That's what that sounded like. I got the, my impersonations are off the chain tonight. Just be Dude, excited for that. A thousand, you're batting a thousand so far. So let's keep that up. Put me in the fucking Hall of Fame, baby. Let's do it. All right. Give me your best uh, Damien Dunn impression. I'm Damien Dunn. I'm here to wrestle. That was good. Wow. Nice I thought night I had to you be there. Violated, eh? Yeah. Wow. You, I thought I had you, but you, you just showed me up. You just put an egg on my face and. Scrambled it. I have some egg on your face, Kyle. <laughs> That's somebody. I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Do you like the Harry Potter? Yeah, I, I was thinking Harry Potter. I was thinking. Yeah, Harry would Potter. you like to see my wand? I wouldn't. Not your big Ben. That cost you a couple bills. pounds, mate. Yeah, because it's British, right? Hey, <laughs> oi! I hey, oi! You, you go on your show later, and you just can't get out of the accent. That's what I hope. I'll tell you what happens. I do like an afternoon show and then uh, I have no nothing for the nighttime show. I blow my load early. 
hey man, just have your load and I there. I show up and I'm like, is it is it fucking nine o'clock yet? Can we be done with this shit? But hey, now you can throw out your your Damien Dunn uh, quips. You could you could throw it in there. You could sprinkle it on whatever you're talking about elimination chamber. You're like, hey, speaking of elimination chamber, remember Damien Dunn from 2016? And then it'll everybody will laugh. Everybody will be having fun. Or it'll so. be crickets. <laughs> so we have a natural progression series I match. Tyler, I thought I'm sorry to talk over you. No, I please, thought please. Tyler Bate was Pete Dunn. What? No. Yeah, I don't know. They were like, we're going to have this next match. Damien Dunn and Tyler Bate in the natural progression series. And I was like, oh, man, Pete Tyler Bate. Uh, he's the dude, uh, and then it wasn't him. It was the fucking he kid. Was, <laughs> he thought it was gonna be Pete Dunn versus Damien Dunn. That's what you thought. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but that is not. Oh yeah, the Damien. That's where. Yep. Got your wires crossed. Too many. You yeah, were you were all flustered. Wrestlers too great. You were just you were just beat red from watching Paz dance, and you couldn't think. So I'm I'm I understand. I understand. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Oi, 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 oi. You're giving me a lot of GIF material on this show. I thank you for that. Ah, oh, I'm um, the fucking GIF master. Put it nah. on your dog's dick and let him lick it off of you. <laughs> Wait, what? No. I have no dogs, but I have a wife who will do that with peanut butter, I guess. But Oh, um, you can pay OnlyFans. Kyle's got there an OnlyFans. Go. Apron pump. OnlyFans. It's just my flaccid cock with peanut butter, though. That, that's it. But uh, there's a market for everything. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. And then I'll put that as a, a bed underneath it. and uh, Or like some oasis. Right. There was no oasis, I don't think, on this. There, there have been oasis theme songs on Progress before. I don't think I there bet were. they have been. You, you would know it. There's, I'll as tell you who brought, Look, I've never watched any of the 25 chapters. Did they ever do a Noah-Liam-Gallagher match? Not that I've seen. Uh, I could have missed it. I could have been looking away. I could have been going to find some Reese's peanut butter cups to go eat, and I missed it. But um, we'll, we'll we'll look at the tape. We'll review the tape. I want to see what this Jim Smallman's up to these days. Yeah. Well, we got a natural progression series match. So this is a tournament that they do. It's, uh, you know, lesser known guys, guys that are just starting, which is funny to see Tyler Bate in this. Uh, but he's 19 years old at this point, going up against Damian Dunn. Um, they had a guy who was in the semifinals, but he got pulled due to injury or something. So this is like a redemption match. So this match is to get into the semifinals of this tournament. We got textbook Tyler Bate versus number one Pete or Damian Dunn. And uh, Damian Dunn comes out. And all I could think is, man, this guy is un- unnecessarily wet. I don't know if you you caught that. He's like. Because you need to be really jacked to be glistening like that. He just looked like me or you with a lot of water on him. So I thought it did. That's what I was picturing in my head. Oh, definitely. I do. I wish I looked like that fucking guy. I'm disgusting if I took my shirt off. What about Tyler Bate? Do your legs look like Tyler Bate? I'll tell you what. Fucking Peter Gabriel sledgehammer. Really? How dare you? First of all, are you going to be smirch sledgehammer? No, it worked. I didn't think it would work. It worked great. It's just a weird fucking entrance song. That's what fucking uh, Claudio used to come out to back in the day in Ring of Honor. 
fun fact, little yeah, nugget, little nugget for you. Just uh, it's uh, it doesn't it's not like it's like fucking when the young bucks and Kenny Omega used used fucking carry on my wayward son doesn't make any sense but it works people fucking sing man just give them something to sing it'll always work it'll it right, is a weird hook choice hammer yeah it's great then there's then they can chant you know he's over man this Tyler this Tyler Bate fella <laughs> I, I tell you what he's probably gonna have a bright future I would say. Well, Back kid's got a future in WWE. He does. He does. Um, but super, uh, super early Tyler Bate here, of course. But he's already like the crowd's already behind him. Right. Mustache rides. A lot of mustaches, mustache rides in this match, which is his uh, airplane spin, which was fun. We got a uh, it, I mean, it's, it's a fine match. You know, it's these guys are going out and showing what they could do and an abdominal stretch gets a this is progress chant. So I guess progress is abdominal stretches. Fun, fun fact. Good to know. Good to know. I mean, um, if that if you, Kyle, are running a wrestling promotion, mm-hmm. what move would you want to be synonymous with apron bump pro wrestling? Um an atomic drop. I think the atomic ah, drop is one of the most one. devastating moves. Yeah. We need to bring that you back. Somebody needs to have a finish. Yeah. We need to have some, a finish. Somewhere out there, one of these young kids should be watching just Rick Rude match after Rick Rude match, just learning how to take an atomic drop. Over and over again. Just take, just shove things up your ass and then bump for it to practice. That's what I do. Because I'm practicing How's for atomic drops. For what's the What's the circumference of your anus? You know, I've never actually seen my asshole. Have you? Not my asshole, yeah, but, but your asshole. Sticking, have you seen? You're sticking things in there. You got to know. Well, that's how you find out. Right. So where have you stopped? Oh, I haven't found it yet. I'm still I'm still working. at Oh, it. wow. Yeah. Holy Christ. Is that why you whistle when you walk? <laughs> well, speaking of whistling when they walk, we got Damien Dunn out here. Um. He ends up winning this match. Weirdly enough, I did not expect that at all. I thought for sure Tyler Bate was going to win. But uh, <laughs> Damian Dunn wins with the Avada. Kada- what was it? The Avada Kadavra, which was a uh, springboard lung blower of sorts. And uh, gets the win. So Damian. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Fucking Tyler Bate. <laughs> That's what this whole show should just be. It's just us recapping some of the fantastic chants from this show. I don't know why that chat, that chant bothered me as much as it did. I would love to see you go to one of these shows and just exist and see how you react. I don't know if I could. Get you a pint? Get you uh What else do they eat over there? Fish I don't and know. chips, right? I think it's just fish, fish and chips. chips. They, I think that's the only thing they eat. That's all I can get at a wrestling show is a fucking pint of some fucking beer that I don't want to drink. Can I get a, a Jack and Coke? You don't want a... Uh, it's an English beer. No, I don't fucking, like beer. Uh, Foster's, right? That's Australian, mate. But we've established that they're all the same. Have a Guinness. That's Irish. It's a, fucking the UK gives a shit until they're, they're there. <laughs> That's fair enough. Where were we? We were talking about the Avada Kedavra. Is that, am I saying that right? Do you, is that a Harry Potter reference? 
Did you catch you're, that? You're asking the wrong guy, buddy. I watched the Harry Potter movies once, and at the end, I was like, "This is fucking. This fucking is the greatest wizard ever." And he's just some fuck. He wants to be just some fucking schlub sending his kids to school. That was your problem with the movies. You watched all of them, and that was your, that yeah, was your takeaway? Yeah, he should have been like fucking King Dick in the fucking wizard world, sitting up in his tower. Instead, he wants to be making pancakes for his dumb kids and then making them run through the fucking wall and get on a train and go to wizard school. He Well, he wants his kids to be King Dicks as well. Well, he's not, though. That's the thing. He's not the king of the wizard world. But maybe... He's the Jim Smallman of the fucking wizards. It's he's he's the king of wizardry within himself. That's fucking fuck you and your in yourself 2023 bullshit. That don't mean dick. He's just a fucking guy. I live next to Harry Potter. He cuts uh-huh. his grass and doesn't pay for the fucking landscapers like me. So who's the fucking king now? I'm sitting inside having a lemonade. You're out there in the fucking sun to that wizard. Wait, are, you ta- are you talking about Tyler Bate? Did we just, is that who the wizard is? I do like how Tyler Bate pretended to have like straps on and he took them off when he did the belly to belly. What is that a reference to? The match. Kurt Angle. Oh, no, I just didn't know what wrestler that was like. I, I didn't notice that. But that's fun. That's fun. It's yeah. Because he's in his little underoos and he doesn't have straps. But we can all pretend, right? That's it. So that's what we, that's what wrestling is. Pretend. It is. It really is him and his beefy ass legs. Um, got the mustache ride. What else? What 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 else happened in this match? Headbutts. Got some got some uh, finger snaps. One of many from this show by Tyler Bate and, uh, and, and who others. Do you blame for the popularity of the finger snaps. Probably Marty Skrull. Because after a while, it's like it doesn't. Because no one's got like the fucking deformed fingers. Your finger doesn't look like. Died Jonathan Jogafak or whatever the fuck his dumb name is. You nailed it. You actually nailed it perfectly. Thank you. I'm working on English is my secondary language. My number right. one language is gibberish. Right. I've, I could have told you that. Yeah. Well, if we've yeah. established this in the years that I've done this show, I think it's years. <laughs> now. I've been doing this for a while with you. I don't know why I keep fucking bringing you back on, but uh... I don't know why either, but I am grateful for it. <laughs> I, you know what? I bet you there's a re- I bet you there's a spike. What do the numbers say? Can we go to the book? We don't need to talk about that. You get a book. Um, oh, my numbers are way down. <laughs> it's um, yeah. That, that, that's the only reason I actually bring you back on is because you, you spike my episodes. Do um, I? I don't like talking to you. Um, I bring you here strictly f- for the networking, uh, you know, effects of it. So that's hurtful. But okay, if anyone wants to check out progress, I got Kyle's info. All right. <laughs> Man, you know, lots of people are just gonna be jumping at that opportunity to watch some Damian Dunn. But uh, what do you got against Damian Dunn, man? He's, he's a fucking a- generic cock. All right. I mean, but you you like you're mad about it. Yeah, well, with Damian Dunn, he beat Tyler Bates. I was more <laughs> pissed at this than when Roman beat Sami Zayn. Like, this, this is, is some bullshit. This is like, but this isn't Tyler Bates that we know today. This is seven years ago. Same. It's the same guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he's Tyler not Bate. at the level he is, you know. Tyler Bate, they're a chilling. You, 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 you heard the chance. Tyler Bate. The people love him. There's no Damien Dunn chance. Because you can't try it. Damien Dunn, it's too wordy. Dun, 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 dun. Look, just off the top of Stick my it. penis. Right? I, I Stick it up your ass, Britain. Yeah. Get creative, you fucking wankers. Cocks. Wankers. That's a good one. You got you, you to use the British terminology. Yeah, yeah. You, um, 
I guess it's also vulgar. And call they, say, they say cunt a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. Wanker. Which cunts. I am very jealous of. Well, we got a couple of cunts in this next match. So we got Michael Dante versus Rob Lynch. A couple of beefy boys. Yeah, these were some big guys. So they're uh, each a half of a tag team. So we got Michael Dante, who is in the Sumerian Death Squad with Tommy End. We got Rob Lynch, who is one half of the London Riots with James Davis. So I think it's the next show. Tommy End and James Davis are going to have a match. Spoilers, bro. Well, I I think they I think they said it, perhaps, but maybe not. Um, But I guess on their fourth anniversary show, it's going to be the Sumerian Death Squad versus the London Riots. They faced at the last chapter. There was a whole schmoz, the Death Squad. They just got themselves DQ'd and kicked the shit out of the London Riots. So they got it's a bit of a blood feud going on here. Um, but the winner of this match gets to choose one of the two stipulations for their eventual tag team match, which was an interesting uh, stake. But I appreciate that there were stakes to this match. Um, but a fun big man brawl. You know, that's pretty much what you expect. You got Michael Dante, who, for anyone not unaware, he's the Brody King before Brody King, I guess, the tag team partner of uh, Malachi Black. And then Rob Lynch, who was just, uh, just a guy, a pretty big guy. But uh, lots of suplexes, fucking strikes from both guys, a little bit of high flying. I think Rob Lynch busts out a suicide dive at one point. Uh, there was a nasty apron bump in this match uh, where I think it was Rob Lynch was on the apron and he got tripped up and he landed on his neck. So uh, fun stuff here. What do you think about this one? I uh, the, the way the match started off was awesome. It was wild. They were going through the crowd, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that incredible apron bump. And then when they got back in the ring, the pace just like took the, took the piss out of me. Eh? Right. Right. Um, so it was fun. I think if they kept up the pace that they had started the match at, I think this would have been my favorite match of the show. But once really? after that big apron uh, bump, um, they kind of the pace slowed down and then, uh, you know, it just whatever. And then the pounce, pounce this, pounce these nuts, your fucking mouth, you British cocks. You don't think British people are allowed to do the pounce? I don't know what to find just the British people. I'm very ornery about the British today. I could tell. I could tell. You're not very happy with them. They annoyed the shit out of me. They hide the, the shit. It's not about them. The show is not about them. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, there's I know, a lot of I British people like a on the show. fucking broken record here, but fuck, fuck off. Just sit there and watch it. Maybe a little This Is Awesome chant. You don't have to fucking sing all the time. You want to sing? Go see fucking... Uh, I don't know, whatever fucking dude that looks like a girl in England is very popular. Harry Styles. Go see a fucking <laughs> Harry Styles concert, you fucking losers. Sing there, you hand jobs. Michael, 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 fucking Dante. No chant for him. The just, fucking still every why is everything gotta be a fucking soccer chant, you fucking hooligans? Go be dumb, go to a soccer game, get smushed up against the railing, and die. How do you like them apples? I don't think that happens at every soccer game, only some of them. You know what? Doesn't happen in America. Doesn't happen in football games or baseball games. People are getting smushed up against the fucking cage. Mm. Fucking idiots. Maybe the sport doesn't. Maybe soccer is just so enthralling that it brings that out of them. It's not. They run around for two hours and they chase a fucking ball like a bunch of dogs. Get a red card, (laughs) get a yellow card. Fuck off. 
Red Rocket, it's a whole thing, right? Yeah, it all ties you put together. a fucking tiny man in front of a giant goal, and they still can't score more than fucking three goals Dumb a assholes. game. Just fucking idiots. Take the ball where the goalie isn't, and then you'll score every time, right? They fucking they run into each other. A guy falls down like he got fucking shot. He's got a fuck. I saw on the fucking ESPN, the, the clicker, this guy c- carried off the field on a stretcher for a sprained ankle. Sprained ankle. Walk it off, you fucking sissy. Right. Right. Well, you're or right, fucking Michael Dante's going to smush your balls in a blender. How do you like them apples? I think that's his finishing move, actually. The, uh, I, balls like this, the I like the name of the tag team, though. Sumerian Death Squad. That's a cool name. It's pretty badass. They're a badass team. I want to be a Sumerian. Whatever that means. I don't think you do. I think What's a Sumerian? Uh, Can I, I Google? Pirate. I think they're pirates. That's my guess. Oh, uh, don't get me. I don't like pirates. That fucking broad that thinks she's a pirate. I don't like her either. <laughs> Who has a problem with pirates? I do. You can't be a face and be a pirate. Pirates steal shit. They're not good people. I don't want no little Asian girl being, I'm a pirate. Ah, with her fucking stupid wheel. Get out of here. <laughs> but it's okay for Paul Burchill to be a pirate. I never said it was okay. I don't okay. like the pirate gimmick. Who's your favorite pirate? Andrew McCutcheon. The fuck is that? He's a baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, the bye. Damn, you got me. You got me. Um, Don't have a favorite pirate. Jack Sparrow. Arr, there we go. He's a British, right? Oy. It, it all ties together. But pirates? Pirate booty. See? See, this guy gets it. Where do I stand on butt pirates? I don't stand on them. I go in them. Uh. You stand below them, right? I'm a power bottom. What? Hmm? So speaking of power bottoms, we got some. Hey, power... Do you have to edit this, or are you just? Gonna... <laughs> we're gonna see what happens. We're just gonna we're gonna let it roll. I say just let it go. I have, don't give a shit. <laughs> say my fucking chip. Yeah, burn it to the ground. Your your pirate stealing my booty. That's what you're doing on here. It's we are all in the same fucking boat. Who gives a shit? Yeah titanic so we got uh we got some suplexes we got some cravats we got some roly polyolies in this match uh what are you talking about wrestling do we move on to the next match no we're talking about michael dant michael dante still talking about this fucking match dude yeah because you keep bringing up butt pirates and shoving cocks up your ass derailing the whole thing yeah and then i was like hey you don't like you only like monty brown doing it and you're like yeah and then Paul Birchall comes into play. It's all—it's a whole thing. I like when Keith Lee does it too. Okay. What about Titus O'Neil? He used to do the power. Yeah, as long as he's on his feet, he doesn't fall on his fucking face. Yeah. Can't can't always be so lucky though. Hey, did they tell what the other stipulation was? Because I may have missed that in my fit of rage watching. This. No. So that happens, I believe, at the next chapter when the other two partners face each other, and I think the winner of that decides the second stipulation. Which is going to be weird because so Rob Lynch wins this. A big lariat and a spear from Rob Lynch pins Michael Dante. And then he his stipulation that he picks is a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Which I feel like should be copyrighted or something. I don't know. Um, but it's going to be a TLC match is one oh, half of the stipulation. So, like, what's the second? Is it going to be like a TLC fucking dog collar match? Like, what are we, uh, you know? Right? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know because that uh, just because what what ends up happening is this, there's some other crazy stipulation, right? Mm-hmm. And then like they abide by their like their tags, but there's it's like a no DQ, but they're making tags. Does none of it matters? It's fucking free for all. Just have at it, boys. What was the match with the dogs 
um kennel from hell match Dog kennel from hell match yeah it'll be a tlc dog kennel from hell match i think that's my guess that's my guess you think progress went after dog kennel from hell you know what i wouldn't be surprised they've done some weirder shit so um really oh yeah they've had um Oh, there was a there was a show recently that I watched where there was a slip and slide and a guy's head got thrown into some other guy's ass and uh like bare ass or just as regular ass? <clears throat> it was pretty bare. It was pretty bare. Maybe a thong in there. This is one um, of those comedy matches you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it was. How yeah, do you explain was. to your wife while you're, you know, watching this and you have a boner? <sighs> that I'm gay. I just say How's the marriage I'm going gay. anyway? Well, I'm gay, so very poorly. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, no it's, it's I thought going, she was well. one of the, the special K girls. She is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um Becky Bayless. Any uh, residuals from that like lifestyle or you're good? She's moved past it. Oh, no, we're still raving. We're still. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, Slim J's in my closet. Really? Because I follow you on social media. I, uh, sometimes you got a crazy Hawaiian shirt on and you're going right. to concerts and having a good time. Never seen you with those guys. Um, I think you would be, you know, yeah. putting it out there. Well, you got, you know, there's daytime fun and there's nighttime fun, right? Is there any dusk fun or dawn? No, no, that's silly. Who has fun at dusk? Maybe Mark Haskins does. What to, when is dusk? I don't think dusk guy? is a real thing. I think that's also a British thing. Um, no, there's that movie from dusk till dawn, right? Vampire movie. So, you're saying vampires are also real if, if with your logic? I mean, we got Harry Potter, vampires, yeah, fuck it, that's all real. Might as well be. You know who else is real? Zach who? Gibson, he's real as shit. He's real as shit. So, is Mark I Haskins. I like Mark Haskins. Oh, he fucking rules. Mark Haskins is like. So like I didn't I I had like heard his name but I never really watched any Mark Haskins matches until I started rewatching all these progress shows and he's probably like my favorite as far as like guys I had never heard of he's definitely my favorite that I've stumbled upon and Zach Gibson's fucking great as well I mean he's dicking around with Joe Gacy and NXT now but he's really good and this is a uh, it's a number one contendership match here between these two guys and man this. It's between this match and the main event as far as my match of the night. I think they're very they're good for different reasons. This one felt more like a struggle. I think it felt more. Um, I mean, it was just like very more wrestling, like classic wrestling. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, psychology in the match. Psychology is what I'm looking for. Yes. Yes. It was very like all the reversals and the transitions, because sometimes it's hard to like you bring in like jujitsu, jujitsu elements to it. It could be kind of sluggish sometimes, but the way they got like, they would like intertwine all their big moves into this. It kind of reminded me of like a Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit match where like all the counters just seemed like seamless all throughout. And then when the big moves like in between, um, but yeah, I love this match. what do you think about it? I am with you. The psychology was there. The storytelling, the mat wrestling, the chain wrestling was fantastic. This was great stuff. Although, I'm not going to lie. I don't think the stretch muffler hurts. I think the way Haskins pulled it off here looked yeah, pretty. See, I'm not used to the way he does it, but the mm-hmm. way like Sammy Callahan would use it, I'd be like, people tap out to that. When it's like just the leg, like Brock Lesnar used to do it too, even and even him, because it would, it would just be like the knee behind the shoulder. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Haskins does it with like a Boston crab. It's just like an elevated Boston crab, basically. It looks pretty brutal, I thought. 
Yeah, this was good. No frills, no nonsense. Straight mm-hmm. up fucking wrestling. This was a really good one. And uh, so Haskins comes out. He has his shoulders all taped up. He has like the Kinesio tape or whatever on it. I guess he, because I think commentary said he just had a match with Kenny Omega like recently before this. So I, I assume he injured his shoulder in that match. Um, and Zach Gibson, his whole, his finisher is a shoulder submission. So that was like built in there. You know, he knew it was coming with this match, but um, they start off pretty hot. Man, the way Haskins can just like find his way into a sharpshooter is just incredible. Like he'll do like a right, victory yeah, roll right from go, man. Holy <laughs> shit. Just locks it right in. Um, Gibson gets the advantage at one point with he like snaps Haskins shoulder on the rope. Uh, shoulder first into the ring post. He brings him in and just starts doing all sorts of assaults, assaulting the arm of Haskins with like arm DDTs and arm trap suplexes. And it's like, it's like really like it's simple storytelling, but the way they did all this stuff, it was they had their own spin on it, which it kept me engaged in this match. Uh, Haskins fights back at some point. He does like a fake out dive to the outside. And then does a tope through the adjacent uh, ropes to catch Gibson off guard. We got uh, Gibson goes for a flying lung blower, but Haskins picks his ankle out of midair into an ankle lock, which was incredible. Um, Gibson hits him with a gnarly looking lariat and then an arm whip for a two count. A tiger bomb by Gibson gets countered into a triangle. Gibson powers up, but then Haskins transitions into an arm bar, and then Gibson rolls out of it. Then Haskins into a bridging arm bar. So the way he like built on that arm bar and like transitioning was entertaining, I thought. Uh, got Death Valley Driver by Haskins at some point for a two count. Gibson finally hits his flying lung blower for two, Tiger Bomb for two. So there's a lot of false finishes in this match. And eventually locks in, Gibson does the Shankly Gates submission hold. Haskins counters it into a, uh, he tries to hit a made in Japan onto him. Gibson counters that into uh, like a, he goes for a DDT, but then Haskins just rolls into a stretch muffler somehow and Gibson taps out. So Haskins wins and is the number one contender. So yeah, like you said, the chain wrestling was awesome in this match and uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's up there. It was tits. I would say, I think it's what tits the kids up. are calling it. Tit, tits yep. up, not tits down, tits up. Yeah, I might uh, like you know, like be interested to see the Mark Haskins versus the winner of the main event. Like, I yes. might just search out that match. Really, any Haskins match from like 2015 on is bound to be at least really good. So, um, I know he had like an injury at some point because I know now I think he still wrestles now. I think his style might be different now. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, he was. Uh... He was a ca- he was a casualty of the pandemic. He was really getting his mm, his yeah. feet under. He was in Ring of Honor, right? Uh, and they were yeah. doing something with him where he had like a number one contender shot, and, and they were really doing <laughs> something, pushing him there with Roosh as the champion. And then mm. the fuck pandemic happened. So hopefully, hopefully we see him on a bigger stage at some point because he's too oh, fucking good to. to be to be wasted. But speaking of which, you know, when I it. think yeah, speaking of which, when I think of a like. British wrestler, it's this Flash Morgan Webster guy. The way he dresses, I just want to fucking punch his doughy body to death. The mod father? Fuck what? He's, he's a mod. He's a dick. Okay. What's a hold on? What's a mod? 
I always mean to look this up because I, I never know either. Like he's like the moderator of like a discord. I think that might actually be what it is. British mod. British Mo- mod. A, oh, subculture. That's why it was. That was the faction in NXT UK. So mod from the word modernist is a subculture in London. And there's a whole Wikipedia. But uh, yeah, I'll send so it to me. I'll print it up and take a dump on it. I'm going to send you a picture of my asshole instead, I think. Is um, it like Brian Nobbs? Brian Nobbs asshole? You've never seen the Brian Nobbs asshole picture? Why are you saying that like it's a weird thing that I haven't seen Brian Nobbs asshole? I, look, you've been in the game a little while. What when game? I got Conrad, the podcasting <laughs> community. Well, yeah, we're just looking at each other's assholes. You're right. No, yeah, but fucking it's a thing. And fucking people said fucking Conrad Thompson sent it up to us. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not in your circle of ass. Oh, I got you, brother. I got trading. you right now. I'm good. Now. I'm actually fine. You're not good. Um, no. It is gaping. It is like. Why is it gaping? I have no idea. And someone had to take the picture. It's probably fucking sags. We're the boys. There it right? is. Why? <laughs> Do you have it on speed dial? No, it's in the fucking. Uh... Save photo. There we go. Saved. Bookmarks. Right to you. I'm gonna make that the thumbnail of this episode. I think. Uh dude, you gotta let's. It is. I don't Save. want his asshole. All right. Well, then don't open the message. I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna forget. We're gonna do this. It's gonna be like 30 it. minutes from now. I'm gonna open. It. Oh, well, he sent me a message. <laughs> okay, so it's like his ass. It's not. I, I was picturing him like. Oh no, dude! It's in. it's right. it's in your message box. You're good. Thanks. I really check appreciate your notifications. It. You I could put like uh, Flash Wheeler's face over it. There we go. That's something. Put his helmet in there. <sighs> actually, Paul Robinson. This whole, this whole, this whole, whatever the fuck this is, this actually fits the uh, the mystique of Paul Robinson. I think um, this did nothing for me. You don't like you don't. You're not a big Paul Robinson guy. This match did zero for me. So I get it. So, so Paul Robinson was like the henchman of Jimmy Havoc for a long time. And then they turned on each other. And now Paul, they're like put, trying to get Paul over as like one of the bigger heel. It, it's very interesting because he's 130 pounds. He's, but he's like a, like a rat. He's just like a fucking, he doesn't do the high fly. He used to be like a high flyer. He used to be really exciting. Like him and Will Ospreay were a team. But now he's just he just comes out in jeans and no elbow pads and just fucking he's fish hooking Flash Morgan Webster. He's spitting on his chest. He's it's crazy. It's it's really and Flash Morgan Webster kind of the similar thing on the opposite direction. He's like kind of directionless at this point. He was just in a title match, but he lost. So they're kind of you know trying to do something with him, I guess. And it seems like they're establishing a feud between these two because ultimately it's a DQ finish. I mean, the match is what it is. I thought it was a decent match, but compared to the other matches on this show, it didn't stick out to me. Um, I think, yeah, what happens? Yeah, so Paul Robinson, he's like beating on Webster. He's grounding and pounding. He's choking him. The ref's like, hey, man, get off him. And then Paul just, I think he like hits the referee at some point. He's at least shoving him very hard. So the ref DQs him. And then Paul starts choking Webster with a towel. And he goes out and bullies a fan out of his chair to grab his chair and he gets on the apron, he gets drop kicked off, and then security comes in, they intervene, they separate the two, and I guess we're going to get a rematch at some point. But uh, 
Yeah, it felt like they were just trying to establish a feud here, but the match itself, while it was good to me, it didn't. It wasn't the most memorable thing on this show. Kyle, can I ask you a question? Three inches flaccid to erect. All right, cool. I will save that for. I don't have to ask that after the show. <laughs> um, so I know the Abram Bump podcast super successful. You're doing all these watch alongs. Mm-hmm. Right, you right. um. Are you enjoying watching the progress stuff since you've never watched it before? I am actually. I actually very much enjoy watching these. Like you're invested in these stories because it sounds like you are. Like you mm-hmm. kind of made it seem like I should give a shit about Paul Robinson, even though he is a piece of shit gatekeeper. Yeah, he's you. If you had more context to Paul Robinson, you maybe you might care more about this. Although me watching it, it was like whatever. It was a, it was a whatever match. Um, yeah, but Paul, like you like, had like the backstory, like. He's the he was the henchman and now he's like yeah. not a henchman. Right. You made me care for like two seconds. Yeah. Go watch his um him and Jimmy Havoc had a ridiculous street fight a few chapters ago, and it was it was something. And Jimmy Havoc hasn't been seen since. So oh. yeah. Am I a? Yeah. Did you enjoy the Jimmy Havoc stuff? That's probably the best stuff so far. Like storyline wise, that was fucking like chapter 10 through 20, basically. It was the Jimmy Havoc show, basically. And um, the matches were pretty good, but it was really like the story, like the post and pre-match stuff, the promos, the the whole thing with Will Ospreay, like how that built up, because that's who Will eventually took the title from is Jimmy Havoc. So yeah, that that whole, that's like people who, have, who are like up to date with progress. Some people say that that's like the best storyline that has ever happened. So isn't that like what put them on the map like that? Yeah story like that whole jimmy havoc rise of the creep or yeah. whatever the fuck he was yeah it was <laughs> he was threatening to decapitate people he was it was things got weird but yeah. uh it was it was awesome because yeah I, i'm watching like rev pro and other like european companies like in the same time i'm not like podcasting on them but i'm just you know watching them um nobody does storylines like progress in europe like they're definitely like the most storyline heavy company out there as far as like europe is concerned so if you're ever interested in like watching it from the beginning i mean i I could at least like pinpoint certain matches to watch and stuff but it's a good time it's a good time um but anything else in that match before we uh move on to some ladies no well you had said earlier that that this was very uncommon like you haven't seen many ladies matches in Mm -hmm. progress so uh does this deserve a ranking in the best ladies matches you've seen in progress? <laughs> uh, it's definitely top two for sure. No, this is only the second. You're correct. So um, that makes no sense to me. Then why are you going to bring a four way dance? <clears throat> well, to introduce the audience to the women. Can't you just have them been the fucking crowd handing out fish and chips or pins or some fucking mm. kitsch bullshit that Jim small guys pushing. Should they be holding up signs like the ring girls? Hey, and hey ladies, let's make you feel like a burlesque in here. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to show out my coos. Yeah, let's go out there. I know. Oh, oh, oh. I think there was some South Park Canadian in there somewhere. I'm all over. My solutions <laughs> are on point, Kyle. This is why you pay me to be Money. here. But uh, no. So and so progress has these shows that called Endeavor that are like kind of like their NXT. It's like their developmental shows that are like in between the chapters. And I think there've been more women's matches on those shows. I don't watch all of them, 
Dude, but into this progress, I am impressed. I don't watch the Endeavor. Okay, I've watched. Why some not? I watch some of them. It's you know, it's whatever. Um, it's like a house show. No, it's it's like NXT. It's like that. Like they'll eventually get pulled up and uh, be on these main progress shows. And for the main progress shows, like this is only the second women's match that they've had. The first one was a street fight between Pollyanna and Ginny. And those are two of the women in this fatal four-way match. So we got Pollyanna versus Ginny versus Dahlia Black versus Tony Storm. Hey. What's up? You know, I had to look up who Ginny was. You know, she's married to Gunther. You don't know. Did, did you never watch NXT UK? No, what are you on fucking drugs? Did I ever watch NXT UK? I can barely it's keep a, up with fucking what I show. like watching. It's a lovely show. You should go. Uh, that's probably not worth rewatching. Does it now, not exist but... anymore? Mm, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like I watched that. I watched uh, what uh, Dragunov and Walter. Mm. Right, that was the yes. thing. That was awesome. Tony Storm was on there as well. <laughs> so was Ginny, right? Uh, who else? The Harry Potter character. It's, right, Ginny is from Harry Potter. Ginny with a G is from Harry Potter. Ginny oh, with a J. Fucking potato, potato, dude. It still says, still pronounced Ginny. Have you met, ever met anybody that says potato? No. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna take that back. I'm not. That's not a solid no. I'm gonna have to go through the the old brain ski. You're gonna go ask people if they say. No, I'm not gonna ask anyone. I just have to remember if I've ever had a conversation with somebody and they've said. Potato. Right. Well, get back to me on that, I guess. I will. I'll keep you in the loop. I have a question. Have you ever... not a couple, <laughs> couple days later, and then you open the DM with the butthole in it. There's buttholes, there's potatoes, there's potatoes in buttholes. But speaking of which, actually, speaking of penetration, so we got Dahlia Black out here with TK Cooper, who I'm not familiar with either of these. Uh, it's Dahlia's uh, a woman. TK is, a, uh, I guess, her man friend of sorts. Uh, I would assume because they're basically uh, finger blasting each other. Whoa. Out. What's up? That's intense. Finger yeah. Uh, I, I didn't do it. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm a commentator. I, I call what I see. This um, TK Cooper character from New Zealand. Bye. <laughs> Wait, is that your New Zealand accent? No, this is my New Zealand accent. <laughs> <laughs> Are the Bushwhackers New Zealand? Yeah, dude. Are they? No, they're from like fucking Florida, but that was their gimmick. <laughs> okay. They're, I mean, where else, where else in the world can you lick a child's head and not get, you know, called a petter ass? A petter? New Zealand! Yeah. A pedophile. So, uh, but none of those in this match, I don't think. So, no, um, we were good. We were good across the board, although Pollyanna did eventually have some problems with Will Ospreay. Mm, I was wondering because she's the well, I guess Dahlia Black. I'm not really familiar with either, but Tony Storm and Jenny would both go on to WWE and uh, Dahlia Black. I thought Dahlia Black was the, the, the Seth Rollins ex-girlfriend, but I think that's somewhere. I think I just thought Tyler Black and it was probably a thing. Um, I've done that. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Dunn, right? Yes. Fuck my whole day <laughs> up. <laughs> well, first of all, so everybody comes out. Uh, Jenny makes Jim Smallman announce her and he, he has the detail that Jenny, cause she's a fashionista, you see, and she wants everybody to know that Chinese slaves made her outfit. So that seems a bit racist. Well, she didn't put them there. 
Um, and Tony okay, storms you out never there. Like walk in the. You don't walk. Kyle doesn't show up at a party, and you're like, "Look at these cool threads that those little Asian kids made for me." I guarantee you, I've at least done that once in my life. Really? Yeah, but I'm Asian, so I get to do that. I understand. I just, you know, it didn't really take you for that. You know what? No, I take that back. I can Chinese. See that. <laughs> oh, the whole like, I don't see the Chinese thing. You, you were talking before with your hands mm. like a an Italian. So, hey, come on. You're like, yeah, the chain, the chain wrestling, and he does this, and then he reverses it. Well, I, I have it in my head. I can't, you know, words are bad for me, right? Which is probably bad that I do a podcast. But <laughs> hands, man, gestures. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my speed. I mean, have you listened to me talk? It's not working out great for me either. So, hey, is it just me or do Tony Storm and Tyler Bate have the same lower body? Yeah, Tony Storm kind of looked like just she didn't have no eyeliner. She just looked vanilla. She had like the little boots, the shitty little boots, no knee pads. She's like a horse in the bottom half. Who's with me? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. And how does this look again with the music? This broad came out to Game of Thrones. How is no one from HBO like cease and desist? This is the biggest show ever, right? At the time, how is she allowed to use the Game of Thrones theme song? Well, it was a remix. It was like a hippity hop remix um, of the Game of Thrones. The, I mean, Tony Storm comes out to Avicii. And uh, I don't know what the other two musics were. but I don't know what Avicii is either. You don't know Avicii? Can you say that? Huh? What? He's like a DJ, or he was. He's, I, he's dead now. But. Oh, he's dead. How did he die? Did he die in an earthquake? I don't think so. How did I he die? So. I don't want to guess. Avicii. A V I C I I. Avicii. Oh, yeah, the DJ. Let's see how he died. What do you think? How did he die? I, I believe it was a. Oh, suicide. my God. This kid looks like he needs a sandwich. Well, not anymore. I'm going with drugs, hundred percent, just by looking at his picture. Well, he was Swedish, I think. So, oh, then he choked on a poop. What? He choked on a poop. I mean, I heard what you said, but what? People are into some weird shit. Isn't that Germans? Whatever. They're all the same. Tomato, tomato, right? Potato, potato. Uh, da, da, da. He died in Muscat. You ever been Muscrats? to Muscat? No, you ever been to Muscat? That's not a place. It's the capital in uh it's the capital in the Portuguese Empire. I like them apples. Yeah, I was about to guess that actually, but you beat me to it. Yeah, were you? Yeah. He die. How did he die? Oh, he killed himself. Yeah. Well, that was that I didn't see that going that way. What a downer, huh? Yeah, what are you gonna do? He looked depressed. Because he was a musician or because he was Swedish? Ah, a little bit of both, probably. He's probably really lonely. Mm. Just has him and his turntables. Yeah, so I'm going to have to listen. Maybe I'll check out some of each. No, I won't. I don't give a shit. Um, you've, heard, you've heard some of his songs. You probably just didn't know it was him. The, probably. Uh, we were young, we, what's that song? I can't think of the words. Right, you sound that. What accent is that? What's the song called? Hold on. We are way we ho ho. Well, this is not. I definitely just put a Viche into my Spotify. It's a Viche, first of all. Yep, because this pentagram and Sermon on the Mountain is definitely not a DJ. 
Wake me up. Wake me up, radio over. Oh, that's that guy? Well, he doesn't sing it, but he does like the music. What do you mean he doesn't sing it? He does it. He's a DJ. We've established this. So he, wait, so who sings the, so somebody else sings the song and he gets credit for it? Yeah. Fuck him. Then he's just a producer. (laughs) Fuck this guy. He's DJ Khaled, man. How dare you? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. DJ Dead. That's what he is. Nice. That's a good one. You know what? He probably killed himself because he was like, I'm taking credit for everybody else. I don't sing these cool songs. Mm. Yeah. That's probably it. Do you think he killed himself because uh, because uh, Jenny won this match? No, I think he blames T.K. Cooper. He killed himself a... because <laughs> T.K. Cooper. He doesn't like people from New Zealand. so mm, That's probably right. He's that's racist right. against them. Well, we got a match here. We got You're some wrestling. inviting me back. <laughs> this is it. Progress was where you drew the line. Oh, this is progress. This Chapter twenty five, shits on the couch, shits and giggles. What's it Fucking called? Fi- yeah, shits, shits and giggles. I think is actually what it is. Yeah. Um, and put it in my notes. <laughs> what do you think of this match, Matthew? I think for what it was, everybody served their purpose. Mm. Uh, it wasn't the greatest match I saw on the card, but uh, it was fun, and everybody played the roles to perfection. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. So you say this is only the second match, so I wasn't aware. Like I thought maybe this was like a like an ongoing mm-hmm. thing. So I don't know if this leads to anything. So all I know is that Jenny and Pollyanna. So Jenny is like the top heel in the women's division, and Pollyanna is like the top babyface, which is what it seems like. So they've been feuding on Endeavor, and like I said, that first women's match from a couple chapters ago was a street fight between those two. So that was the only storyline implications I knew from this match, and I think. Pollyanna ends up getting pinned. So I guess that is continuing to some extent. And Tony and Dolly are kind of just other, they're like basically getting introduced to the audience at okay. this point. Um, but I mean, it was like, it was a fatal four way. So like by nature, it's going to be chaotic to an extent. Um, what else is like the match starts and Jenny is like, Hey, Dahlia, you want to team up? And Dahlia's is like, yeah. And then Jenny like grabs her hair and whips her down. And then, uh, Pollyanna and Tony Storm team up for a little bit. They do some piggyback action where Tony like jumps on her back and they do like double knees and sentons. I know, and I know what piggyback is. Yeah, what's that? You just said it jumps on her back and they do a bunch of stuff. Oh, I know what a piggyback <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm expl- they didn't Are just like painting? piggyback. They didn't just walk around. They like did stuff right, with the yeah. piggyback. Yeah. a picture for the audience. My I do. I do. My, You're good at it. You are master. You're like a Bob Ross of wrestling. My my tongue is my brush, and this microphone is my easel. Where do you get? What's your where's your paint? It's my cum. So you put your cum on your tongue, and then you rub it all over the microphone. Why don't you really, stop questioning my method? This should really be like a visual. Do you put these shows out? Like this on should be a I'll, podcast. Probably not this one because you're on it. But I'm on every Monday night on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Oh, you're not allowed to plug it yet. <laughs> but speaking of My shiny wizards, gonna fit up Brian Knob's butthole. I'll tell you that right now. They're not. From what you've told me, it seems like anything will fit up his his butthole. Oh yeah, but they won't plug it. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. You need some plumber's tape. So you need a you need a fucking <laughs> tanker truck, buddy. Bye, man. Golf pencil down a mine shaft. That Brian Knob's hot dog down the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll, we'll segue from that into uh, the woman. Some, uh, the women. <laughs> I was trying to think of <laughs> a sensitive way to do that. Oh, now, now we're gonna get an hour and change in. We're gonna get sensitive now. This is this is the PG portion of the podcast. Uh, the women are funny. They're respectful, and they're really good at their jobs. The women are uh, just as funny as like, men. I think. Don't I agree? One hundred percent. I don't like that Pollyanne. Mm-hmm. Got beat. She got. She used her finisher on the Dahlia. What, what's her finisher called? I don't know. The pollinator. Pollinator. Yeah, the bees. Missed that. Uh, and then Ginny steals it. Steals it. Steals it from her. You know these women are supposed to be working together. <laughs> so Polly hits the pollinator, Ginny's and then TK Cooper, the man, gets in there, clocks the shit out of her. With just a right hand, and then he gets tossed away, and then Jenny, like you said, just steals it, gets the pin. I think she pins Polly Hanna, right? Yes, yes, Pretty she sure. did. So Jenny um, takes advantage of the woman abuse and gets the win here, and uh, yeah, so Jenny wins, and uh, we're all happy, right? Uh, I guess it was like I said, it was all over the place. It was fun. And I guess if fun. we're going to see, you know, in your journey through the rest of these chapters, mm-hmm. um, if there's going to be more women stuff, then I guess you're looking forward to a Ginny Pollyann mm. pollination of domination. <laughs> that was too clever for you. I don't. Uh, you must have written that down. Nope. Wow. Right. Shit down. It's all That's typed incredible. up. I typed up my notes and I printed them printed them wow yeah i waste paper like i don't give a fuck about the environment (laughs) or trees my wife yells at me all the time i don't even have a printer oh my god i print up notes like a maniac and i just throw them in the fireplace downstairs candle going in the background yeah man what a what a life you lead i'm gonna be up here for like the next fucking five hours so might as well get some fucking timber wood going i'm i got you I got a nice you. little smell up here. The cat, you know, the cat's litter boxes around the corner here. So, mm, right, you know, it's, I cleaned it today, so it's good. But I like a nice smelling room. I like a nice smelling woman. But speaking of which, so we got <laughs> no. So Jim, you know, which to just uh, add on to what you said about more women's matches. So Jim's well, like before the match, Jim was like, the next match is going to be a women's match, and the crowd fucking pops their dick and balls oh, off. Of course they did, because there's not a woman in the fucking crowd, you right. fucking ghouls. Well, you know. Um, there's a women's wrestling chance throughout the match, and they were super into it the entire match, so it's definitely uh, a sign to come, because women's wrestling becomes a bigger thing in progress eventually, so I guess that's coming soon. But Kyle, can I ask you another question? Shoot. Where do you stand on the women's wrestling? Like, are, is, are you into it? Yeah, I mean, like anything else, there's some that I'm not and some that I am. But, I mean, I don't know. Where do you stand? I fucking hate it. Really? All of it? Most of it is absolute dog shit. I've tried, dude, I've tried. I've tried mm-hmm. fucking, it's hard to, it's hard to go. How do I say this? <laughs> like WWE does a really nice job with some of their women, right? And Impact has a nice little thing going on over there. Like, I don't get the Japanese stuff, like the stardom and the print, the TJP. I don't get it. The fucking pirate. I watched the fucking pirate match this weekend. I don't get it. There's not the people are going bananas for her. 
bananas. I don't get it. I think it's good that they have representation. Um, but to your point, there are there is a lot of shit with women's yeah. wrestling, but there is there's shit with men's wrestling too. Hundred percent. I don't know, man. It's I think it's we're still like kind of transitioning out of like because they were eye candy like ten years ago. Awful. I watched fucking No Way Out two thousand and five for the the mm. Wizards t- podcast tonight, and it was the uh, the finals of the SmackDown uh, Rookie of the Year contest where it was like Joy Giovanni, Michelle McCool, and her yuck face, and these two other girls. <laughs> And it was like, what's your secret talent? And this girl's like, you know, it's fucking 2005. They're all showing their tits and ass. Right. Well, you know, some things never change. No, I'm like, can't, can't we just, you know, have a nice, decent wrestling? Like, why do I have to watch this three times? They cut in and out of the show for it. <laughs> like, Joy Giovanni. There's a difference between Joy Giovanni and like a Bianca Belair or something. You know what I mean? Yes, so, a big difference. There are I, like some of my favorite matches from like the past year have been women's, women's matches. So, I mean, like, 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 like I said, like anything else, there's good and there's bad. But um, I do think some people kind of grade on a curve when it comes to women's wrestling. Like they have lower, like it's easier to give a high grade if that makes any sense. But yeah, I get because the hype because it's like it's like anything. Yeah. Like people hype it up and then you watch. You're like, eh, it wasn't that good. I thought the women's chamber was really good though from this past week. Really, I thought it was absolute dog shit. Really, it felt very clunky. I felt like it felt clunky. There weren't a lot of high spots in the. It just wasn't there for me. It was the only match on the show I didn't like. Really? I was pretty hammered when I watched it, so maybe I just had a blurry vision. Maybe. Rose-covered I also, glasses. Again, I also don't like the women's women. wrestling. You hate so. women. So anyways, next match. we got- <laughs> Bring on the men. Where are all the men? <laughs> a man. Back in my day. Well, this, this one man, I mean, he RKO'd RK- RK- his wife. Um, we got Will Ospreay. The champion, the progress champion versus the villain, Marty Skrull, which the jokes right itself in terms of women. But um, see, I'm still like so on the fence about this Marty Skrull stuff. I really am. Honestly, like I, I get confused, like who did what and who, you know, every I think everybody just puts everybody on under the same umbrella. And I don't think that's fair. You know, umbrella. Yeah, fun, no, I but. saw what you did there. That was good. <laughs> What did, what, what, did, what did Marty do? What was what was this thing? I think he was like, he either like, the age of consent is 16. And I think maybe the problem was that he like forced himself on a girl. He like pushed her in a mm. closet and made out with her. That's a problem. You can't eat that fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. a no-no. Shame on you. Shame, shame. Yeah, it's creepy, but it's like. But like. I don't know, man. Like before all this shit came out, like everybody loved Marty Skrull. Like maybe he's a changed man now. It's been a couple years. I know he's still kind of wrestling. People can change, you know. I mean, I would love to look. I'm, you know, maybe I get shit, and you can tweet it at me. Don't bother, Kyle at Wizards Podcast. <laughs> but I think wrestling. Look, I think it wouldn't be bad if he came back. Of course, there's going to be backlash because you know it's fucking cancel culture. Mm-hmm. But like it was a couple years ago. You know, maybe he's learned from his mistakes. Maybe he can come out and be like, I was a douche, but now mm. I'm a giant turd. So let's move on. There should be a way forward. There should be a path to redemption, I think. And in certain cases, there, there are some people where it's like, okay, you're not like, just fuck off. But if right. it's like something like that, I feel like 
like you said, people can change. Like the Briscoes, they had the whole thing. They couldn't be on TV because they were using all kinds of slurs, but they they, chip, they end up being friends with gay people, and it's like yeah, people they change. change their ways. Yeah. Well, no gay you know, people. Maybe Marty Scurll isn't a sexual predator anymore, but maybe he is. I've watched a lot of SVU, so you never know. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's a there's a middle ground there. It's like, okay, you can come back, but we'll keep a short leash type of thing. I don't know. I don't know how things work. Um, I would like to see him back. I miss Marty Scroll in wrestling. He was he was fucking great. fun and he was good. So this match here, Marty Scroll versus Will Ospreay may be my favorite progress match that I've seen so far out of the first 25 chapters. I mean, but part of me says that part, there's also like. I try not to get too like analyst when I watch these matches, but there was little to no selling in this match, which like, yeah, but like it didn't really stop me from enjoying it, you right. know? So I don't know. What, what, what's your take on that? No, I thought this, these guys work so well together. Uh, they go, you know, yeah. from progress to new Japan to all, you know, ring mm -hmm. of honor. Um, the selling is kind of thrown out the window, but if you're <laughs> familiar with these guys, then you know what you're going to get. And they just, mm -hmm. Man, they go. They fucking go for for almost a half an hour, and they tell a great story, and and they pull out all the spots. And I like when, when Osprey tries to steal Marty's moves, and the crowd is going fucking mm. bananas on him. Like, just great shit. I was so from what you said earlier, though. I'm is I think it's is it weird that Osprey is a transitional champion here? Kind. Of, I mean, it's I think his because it's he's like the top face in the company so i think it was, it was like the chase it's like that thing where it's like it's all about the chase but i mean he won it at chapter 20 and this is chapter 25 so i mean it's oh. probably it's been like a year oh, okay maybe. i didn't know how, i didn't know because yeah i didn't know that i think at this point it's like at least like a month or two in between chapters so he's he's held it for a while maybe not a year maybe like it? eight months he's, he's he's defended it against like three or four times okay um, sorry i should have done my homework on that god damn it pal um <sighs> He's like, I'm like, so sorry, man. That's the longest it's been without a uh, whatever the fuck that was in this body. <laughs> was that what was that? Was that a uh, was that New Zealand again? <laughs> or is that you're just general? Is that Eugene? Yes, yes, yes. Bringing it back to 2005, but uh, I love seeing Osprey. Chicken Wing too. Chicken Wing's a fantastic movie. Chicken Wing. Yeah, this was like, like you said, they're like both like, because it's like I think it's still early in like their series of matches. Because I, I think this is even before Will Osprey went to New Japan. I could be wrong on that, but they've been wrestling. This commentary was saying they've wrestled all around Europe, and so they've had a bunch of matches against each other, and it was evident because their chemistry, like they knew whatever what each guy was doing that was the story of the match like the first like several minutes was them basically just reversing everything each other each guy was doing they were uh like marty did will's essex destroyer at some point will did his did marty's like super kick to the knee deal so they're going tit for tit in this match and uh yeah it, it was it was like a 30 minute sprint it felt like this match was crazy um they're like fighting on the outside it's by the way it's a no disqualification match so there's tables at one point marty goes under the ring and pulls out like eight different umbrellas which was weird i don't know why you need that many umbrellas that's his thing because it's a no dq man have you ever been hit with an umbrella okay but like maybe like 
one umbrella and just hit him a bunch of times with it. It's the fucking British humor, dude. <laughs> is that what it is? It is. It's That's awesome. why the, the, the British office is better than the American office. So to re- uh, fucking tea and crumpets, whatever other fucking goofy shit you want to say. Whose line is it anyway is better in Britain than it was in the United mm. States. Nobody needs eight umbrellas. You're not an octopus, dude. You need one. But <laughs> just so oct- one. Octopuses. They carry around just umbrellas in each testicle. Yeah. One testicle. octopus has eight tentacles, Kyle. That's why an octopus needs eight umbrellas. What a stupid nine. asshole I am. You're right. Yeah. Nine. Then perhaps we can delve into the pusses. What? More than one octopus. We're going to delve into the pusses, he says. It's the octopuses. Right. Octopuses. Oh, James Bond in the house. Double O. That was uh, Damien Dunn's nickname. He was, uh, or he had like oh, yeah, the symbol on his yeah. tights. It was like zero zero one because he's number one. He's not there. You hate his face. Fuck Damien Dunn. He's be zero zero negative one. Yeah, he's not, not the Brody. kid. Yeah, no, sorry. not the kid. No, he's just a wet asshole. Would um, yeah, I guess the numbers are all the same, right? Because he's it's just the the way we uh the exchange rate. Are you suggesting that people in Europe have different numbers? Then uh, nope. we do. I'm not going to okay. show my stupidity by <laughs> okay. They speak European over there, so it's it's hard. Yeah, the uh, translation gets lost in translation. Well, the but- currency is all fucked up with the pounds, and their fucking mail system is shit, dude. I haven't got mm-hmm. my inside the ropes in like two months, and I'm waiting on my Will Osprey United Empire autograph that I ordered in December. And the United, the fucking stupid British postal system is all mm-hmm. fucked up. Well, yeah, well, because they run through walls to get it to you. So they run, no, I've had no issues. I've gotten all my inside the ropes magazines up until the last two months when the fucking British fucking assholes with their fucking dumb clock and their prime minister and whatever other goofy shit they got going on over there. Right. Just give me my mail, man. You're getting my fucking American money. Should be try should be treated like a king. Maybe you should have pounds or uh, what's the other pound one? something. I'm going to pound the mailman if I don't get my fucking magazines. You're gonna leave his asshole looking like Brian Knobs. Exactly. Worse. Yeah. Brian Knobs Whoa. chop meat asshole. Ah, man. Well, speaking of Brian Knobs chop meat asshole, we got Will Ospreay and Marty Skrull here wrestling. And, I would uh, not even. That's a terrible segue, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is uh, not Brian Knobs chop meat butthole. This is Sags clean shaven butthole. This match was fantastic. That's fine. I actually had a note that was like this match is like Jerry Sags' asshole. You didn't make so, notes. I have a power, I have a whole PowerPoint up here. I didn't say I didn't have notes. We talked about you said you don't speak well. Well, you have yes. a PowerPoint. Can you tell how do you make a PowerPoint? Yeah, you open up PowerPoint and you start typing on it. Are you you have two programs open right now on your computer and it's not ready to explode? Yeah. Or do you have two computers? Do you fancy like that? I have one computer, two monitors. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. The future, man. It's great. I got two. La- I got two laptops. So I got two girls in one cup. So, oh, uh, do you really? Yeah, yeah. Chocolate. I think that was fake. That was fake, wasn't it? Um, it's been a while actually since I've seen it. I know it at the time when I watched much, it, it looked like real, chocolate, like chocolate mousse. How upset would you be if you realized that it was real? And that you just think shit looks delicious. That's a great question. I don't know if I would be upset. I'm full of great questions. Look, I've seen, 
I've seen look, I've seen my poop. All right. Right. It don't look like that. That shit came out like it was soft serve, man. Well, it's it's girl poop. I don't think I think that's a, a misnomer, man. I don't think girls poop like fucking unicorns. I think they sh- they probably shit. I was a manager at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. All right. Guess what? The women's room was the grossest place. In the morning, you got to go in there to make sure that the guys cleaned it. And they didn't. You want to know why? Because it was gross. Because women are gross. They probably poop. They don't poop like soft serve ice cream. They got like the Jupiter shits, too, when they're on the rag. Right. Yeah, that's, that's gross. It is it's gross. gross. They're gross. Their poops don't Women are gross, right? Get them out of here. Get them out of wrestling. Get them out of. Well, I never said that. Don't even. Uh-uh. You hate women. You hate their poops. Or maybe you like their poops, but you no, hate I'm just saying, I don't think they poop like fucking unicorns, man. Their shits are probably just as bad as mine and yours and every person listening to this. What do you think, Brian? If, if anybody's still listening to this, they need to be put into some mental institution. If anybody's still listening to this, you rule. <laughs> I rule ass. Yeah. Speaking whatever. Of, what, what do you think Brian Knobs shits look like? Well, if you look at the picture, I'm sure they look like pancakes. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's like empty. No, they, just come out. they just probably fall out. He probably doesn't even poop anymore. He just kind of walks and they fall out. Right. Right. You think Brian Knobs really doing? What's he didn't doing? He have, did, no, how is he doing? Didn't he have like a like a heart attack or something? Fucking no. He's usually if you follow Hulk the Hulkster on Instagram, he's a come on down to the beach shop, brother. We're gonna do some karaoke for all you woke people out there. H H. Yeah, H H. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Letting us know it's him. Yeah, hey brothers, I just got picked up from the airport. Gonna head down to the beach shop Monday night karaoke, dudes. Would you go? A hundred fucking, are you kidding me? Hell yeah, brother. I'd be like, oh, dude, is that your kid drinking? We should get in the car with him again. That's probably what you, you shouldn't do that. Like there's there's little kid. things that you should never do, and one is get in the car with Nick Balea. Oh, I definitely want to get in the car with Nick Balea. See what's going I mean, on in dude, there. How many times did you smell your sister's underoos? Because <laughs> I know you do, Nick. You're a fucking freak, bro. Your father's the Hulkster. Big fat cock, that Hulk Hogan. Oh, he's got a tiny penis. Did you not see the video? I did. He has a huge hog. I don't know about huge. Let's review the tape. I think you're embellishing it. I think in your brain, you think the Hulkster is like a superstar. He eats his vitamins and he takes his blue chew. He's just got a small pecker like Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is a fine pecker. Oh, his pecker was terrible. Davey Richards has a nice hog. Does he? Oh, yeah. You never saw the picture? Why do you have all of these pictures on your phone? Dude, have you ever listened? It's not on my phone, first of all. And have you ever okay. listened to the, my podcast? We're fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, if you if you say there's something out there, I want to see it, no matter how gross or weird it is. I I've, I can tell with what's in my inbox. So, no, oh, you have no idea. Who do you think has a bigger hog, Will Ospreay or Marty Squirrel? <sighs> a great question. I wish there was a 16 year old I could ask. Um, <laughs> She's got to be at least like 18 now. I'm going to say Will Ospreay. I feel like Will has like a long, skinny one. Do you think Marty has like a girthy one? Like it's like eight umbrellas tied together? I think it looks like an umbrella. Like a big head. Woo woo. Right. So that's the sound your butthole makes when he fucks you. No, that's his entrance song. I know. I was making a thing. We're doing. <laughs> it's entertaining the people. 
You are you, this is your most entertaining episode right here. It's it's something. This this is an episode. But of all the episodes I've done, this is by far the most recent. So Oh, that checks out. Yeah, it does. Where were we here? So this was your favorite match of the night. <laughs> yeah, I I cuz it's 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 when I compare it to like Zach Gibson and Mark Haskins, that was like a really technically good match whereas this one's like fun. it was really fun. And it had the stakes to it being a world title match. So I'd probably put the main event, I guess, if I had to pick. This is probably my match of the night. But um, I don't know. That was good. Or this was really good. The The sense of the they really presented it where they both hate each other. They were going to do everything possible to hurt each other. The no mm. DQ element to the match really added to it. All the umbrellas and the, you know, I would never let another man hit me in the face with an umbrella. Mm. But a woman. It's a fair game. That's your kink. I would, no, I don't want to get hit. No, I don't. This is the money maker. People can't be getting hit in the face with an umbrella. That's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, he um well at one point, I don't even remember if I said this. They fight on the stage. They uh Marty throws Will through the curtain, and then Will comes back like on monkey bars, just with a flying her and can Rana attempt, but Marty counters it into a power bomb through the announce table, which is fun. I don't think they've done that before. Uh, Marty carries him back to the ring, puts him in the ring, jumping tombstone pile driver for a two count. Uh, the ref gets knocked out. What's up? Two, two, so two count, two, oh. <laughs> two, two, and then uh, the ref gets shit on at some point, so he's dead. Osprey locks in a cross face. And then he, he finds the umbrella that's next to him and he locks in the crossface with the umbrella. Marty Skrull taps out, but there's no referee. So uh, they continue to fight. Marty ends up hitting the Essex Destroyer onto Will Ospreay, which is his move, which is like a Canadian Destroyer DDT. And a uh, new ref slides in. Marty Skrull pins him for a two count. Uh, Marty... It's a tornado DDT on the Osprey, but Will pops up right out of it. It's a super kick. And then uh, Marty fights back eventually with a suplex into a chicken wing, which was fun. I think uh, Will eventually gets to the rope, so he fights out of it. He's able to hit the red arrow for a two count. So a lot of close near falls here towards the end. And then Marty brings out the handcuffs. Getting kinky up in this bitch. Clocks Osprey in the face with him and then handcuffs his hands behind his back and hits Will with all of his umbrellas so to the back, umbrellas. to the guts, one big shot to the face. I thought that was going to be the finish, ah. but uh, only gets a two count. Then Marty locks in the chicken wing as Will is virtually passed out already. But then Will can't, he can't tap out because his fucking hands are handcuffed behind his back so the ref just sees that he's out and uh rings the bell so we have a new progress champion in the villain marty Skrull. so awesome match these two i mean obviously great chemistry between these two guys they would go on to have tons of other matches across japan europe america all of it so can't go wrong with these two guys and uh yeah good way to end a show huh a great way to end the show osprey was I mean, both guys were on top of their game. Osprey with the with the hope spots and the the resilience mm-hmm. till the end, and Marty pushing it, pushing it, pushing it to the point where he has to bring out the handcuffs. Uh, just fucking fantastic stuff. And 
you know, Marty and, and Haskins now, I guess, would be, I guess, mm-hmm. chapter 26. Yeah, and it's funny because they're like, physically, they look a lot like each other and their styles are also kind of similar. I think they've actually had a match uh, before in progress, but that should be a, a banger, as the kids say. And uh, Marty Skrull, the era the of the villain. Of, do you know the name of chapter 26? No, do you? I do. I just looked it up. That's the only reason why I know. Hit me with it. Unknown pleasures. What's 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 your unknown pleasure? I'm not watching another fucking progress. You, know? <laughs> you like the show though, right? It was a good show. The wrestling was um, awesome. The wrestling was awesome. Mm-hmm. I could have done without the um, uh, what the fucks is nuts. Uh, Flash Morgan Paul Robinson match. I would have taken a comedy spot there. Mm. You know, something that will get me up and let me get my fish and chips or, you know, whatever those fucking cunts get over there during an yeah. intermission. Right. You know, that would right. have been fine. But other over the the wrestling was awesome. The crowd is super fucking annoying, man. <laughs> I, li- I like the energy of the progress crowd. They are they're very they're very silly. They they're just a couple of cheeky blokes having a go. And uh, some people don't like it, which I guess is. I don't like it. If I want a silly, I'd watch a fucking comedy show. Look, not about you, you fucking (sighs) cocksuckers. You can have some fun. There's some fun. There are some serious. There's some, you know, a little bit of everything. It's a buffet. Maybe I'm being too hard on the British. I think what you need to do is go watch the first 24 chapters and then watch this one and then get back to me. I don't know if I have, I don't know if that's even a feasible for I me. I don't know if I can do that. You can do it. I believe in you. No, I, I can't, Kyle. I can barely keep up with the current product and the stuff mm. that I like to watch. Well, you're probably going to talk about that stuff on the Shining Wizards podcast, which where can everybody find that if they, uh, for some reason, want to listen to that after listening Wait, to this what episode? Do you mean for some, if you enjoy the Apron Bump podcast, <laughs> Kyle does a great job with this rotating cast of other podcasters. They're all we're all cut from the same cloth. We have a great sense of humor. Yeah. We don't take the wrestling too seriously. And we know what we're talking about. We have a good time doing it. And that's all this is. We're just having fun. If you want to have some fun, you come over on a Monday night about seven o'clock. Uh, YouTube.com slash the shining wizards. You can interact. You can talk with us. You could, you know, get yourself ready for raw with an hour mm-hmm. hanging out with the wizards. I constantly ask our guests when was the last time they shit their pants oh yeah i even asked playboy cover girl supermodel may valentine when was the last time she pooped her pants a couple weeks ago and when was that she didn't answer she said boys are gross <laughs> that means it was very she's the recent. only she's the only woman who ha- she's the only person who hasn't answered wow everybody else has a shit story every single male wrestler has a shit story when was the last time you shit your pants? It's been a very long time. And this is why I asked the question, because uh, it was probably over the summer. This past summer. Yes, this past summer. Okay. And uh, I shit my pants. Uh, I could not have been any closer to the toilet. I was literally <laughs> from the toilet. Man, when you see that toilet, it like triggers something. in you. I was literally like taking my pants off and I just it was. I had to get out, I had to get out. <laughs> And it's not like, and, and people don't, it's not like, when was the last time? Like you shit a lot. No, no one's like, if you're a grown person and you're like purposely like pushing the shit out a log, 
you got bigger problems. We're talking about sharks here, people. Okay. When was the last time you sharted? Tony, one of my fellow co-hosts, he does it like on the fucking regular. And they make me out to be the pants shitting fucking maniac. He's like, oh, I reset the counter. I shit my pants at breakfast this morning. I'm like, go see a doctor, dude. You That's shouldn't be shitting your pants as much as you do or get some depends. He's got that bride knobs butthole, probably. Just well, I bet out. he does. At Wizards Podcast on all forms of social <laughs> media. You want to follow us. You want to check us out. We like to have a good time. Um, so, yeah, that's the fucking Shining Wizards. We're doing great stuff. I think it's great. I don't know. I don't give a shit what you think. How do you like them apples? What do you think a New Zealander would uh, think about your show? Oh, my God. You know what's the weirdest thing? We get these emails, and it tells us how we do. Mm-hmm. Char- Chartable Digest. Right. Yes. Never are we ever ranked in America, but we are huge in Japan, Canada, Austria, and Australia. So, Wow. Well, that's all that matters. I don't know if right? they don't have podcasts over there and we like snuck through or like our, I don't fucking know. What is a Probably. New Zealander would love it. They'd love it. What do you think they would say? Like if, if they had to give a review. Like, Hey, I heard this episode. I heard this Matt fella on the apron bump podcast and we should check out the shiny wizards. Dingo ate my baby. Yep. Once again, thank you to Matt from the Shining Wizards for joining me on today's episode. Just a just a silly, silly time with my good friend, my delicious compadre, Matthew from the Shining Wizards. Check them out if you want. If you listen to all that and you're like, man, I need more of that. <laughs> Check out the Shining Wizards podcast wherever you listen to podcasts as well as live on YouTube, Twitch and all that stuff. So do that. Uh, apron bump. Follow me on social media, Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. All of that also in the description below. Uh, apron bump for all my full episodes. And I think that about does it. It's my new it's my New Zealand accent. Somebody talking outside. So my office is like on the edge of the house and there's people outside. There's like another house next to us. And that's like where they like hang out sometimes. I wonder how many times they like hear me talking about Brian Knob's butthole and et cetera. Probably a lot. It's probably why they never talk to us. Uh, but with that, thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Yeah. I'm hard. It's a hardest. Talk around and disregard it. Ship you off the ground, show you what hard is. Send you strong and proud of me. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Talk around and disregard it. Ship you off the ground, show you what hard is.